Thursday, September 10th, 2009. Welcome to the Real Marketing Bowl podcast, where we expose the scum of the marketing community. That'll be 4263, sir. Would you like to donate a dollar to the Save the One-Legged Flamingos Fund? Um uh, no. Excuse me? Uh no. Thank you. Did you hear what he said? I can't believe it. He doesn't want to donate. What's wrong with him? Something's wrong with him. Do you have something against the one-legged flamingo, sir? No, 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 of of course not. I see. You can afford peanut butter, but you could care less about the survival of one of God's most unique creations. No, 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 no. That, 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 that's not it Sir, just, just take your groceries and go. Can you relate with this situation? Can you, Ryan? Um, Besides no. the fact that we just recorded it. <laughs> I can't say I've ever been booed out of a store before. Nah, of course, a little <laughs> exaggeration, a little hyperbole right. on our part. But the point remains, people are put under a lot of pressure when they're at the checkout counter to donate. And that's for, of course, the retail chains that actually ask for these donations. The reason this podcast has sparked, uh, or this podcast was born, the idea at least, is uh, just the other day I went to uh, Marshall's to buy my son some shoes. And sure enough, at the counter, there's a bunch of people in front of me and in one of the other counters. There are people uh, behind me in line. And the girl at the checkout counter says, Sir, would you like to donate $2 to children's leukemia? (laughs) And everybody's like looking at me. What's he going to say? And then I said, "Uh, no, I'm actually against children's leukemia. (laughs) <laughs> Thinking that it would be funny, right? You, right, know, you get sure. it. Yeah. But she didn't get it. She didn't smile. Nothing. <laughs> she just uh, she just kind of took that as a rejection and went about her business. Mm. But even though I, I'm I'm okay with that, I have no problem saying no under that kind of pressure. Most people, believe it or not, feel the pressure. Feel and, some and most people pressure. exactly feel the pressure just to say, yeah, okay, you know, I'll sure I'll do a dollar, just because the, the, the it's it's that uncomfortable pressure that we all feel. And to me, Ryan, that is marketing bull. You asked me the question earlier when we were discussing this podcast. Hey, Bo, how does this fall under marketing bull? Where is the bull in it? Mm-hmm. Well, the bull is the, the unnecessary pressure that they put you under. And also the somewhat, uh, maybe or maybe not, the deception that every penny that you donate actually goes to the charity that they're collecting for. And we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail later on in the podcast. So basically, if you haven't figured it out by now, this podcast is all about the checkout counter uh, bull. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this before we go go yeah. further, though, Bill. Uh, you know, you said you have no problem with, with declining an offer, but a lot of people may. Uh, how How much pressure did you feel the clerk exerted on you in that situation? Well, that's a tough question. How much pressure do you feel versus the pressure that the clerk actually exerted. Right. Because the same clerk asking the same exact question the same exact way could affect different people. Different people. That's based on right. how based yeah. on how they take that information. For me, I'm I'm used to it and once again I have no problem saying no publicly, so not too much, uh-huh. which is why I could joke around about it. Right. 
but I, I could tell you for a fact, the person in front of me mm-hmm. definitely felt the pressure, at least enough. Either either that or they're just very generous uh-huh. and like to throw money <laughs> everywhere <laughs> and, gave, and gave the money. Now, uh, one of the, the, uh, the little situations we were struggling with before doing this podcast, we figured, well, what's the point of this? Do we want people to stop donating? I mean, donation is a good thing, isn't it? Of course, yeah. If, if you're going to the checkout counter and... And somebody donates, you know, five dollars every, you know, every couple minutes or something, and and the store raises a hundred thousand dollars for a charity by the end of the month. Is that a bad thing? Uh huh. You know, should we be saying no? You know, let's stop this nonsense. Should we be against charities fighting against children's leukemia? I know. <laughs> I, or do we have something against children's leukemia? <laughs> In terms of in terms of uh, solutions it? for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the answer is no. We don't. I mean, we really are pretty generous people. We, we both donate in our own way, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's one of the keys. We donate in our own way when that's we right. want to donate, yeah. and and that's that's a big point as well. But uh, no, what we are against is we're against the pressure. We're against the unnecessary pressure that these clerks put on you. The public embarrassment. The, uh, some will take it as humiliation even if you choose not to donate. And I have a good analogy for you. What if, Ryan, what if you're on the city street, you're walking through, uh, just pick any city in the country or even in the world perhaps, and the Santa Clauses are there ringing the bell around uh-huh. Christmas time. Right. And every time you come to pass, they stop you and say, excuse me, sir, would you like to donate a dollar to the Salvation Army? Uh-huh. And they said that to everybody. Do you think that would be annoying? Would it be annoying? Um, yeah, it would probably be annoying. Do you think that would be right? <laughs> uh, it would probably be a little more aggressive. Um, th- although I think by way of analogy, you're you're checking out. There's an opportunity. There's already a transaction and money well, changing well, you hands. Could, well, you could say you're walking by, so there's an opportunity to stop you. <laughs> True. Right? And uh, the other question, the the I don't know if it's a moral, ethical, business question that goes along here. For charities, you may say, well, you know what? It's a charity. Give them a break. They're doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it probably is not right or it's annoying to almost everybody when you're at the checkout counter and the clerk says, would you like a free subscription to this magazine? I mean, that's even free, so you're not, they're not asking you for more money, but of course, nothing's free. Uh-huh. We know that. Uh, but uh, the fact that this is a charity, it's like cut them some slack. Give them a little leeway. Let them go ahead and, and ask you the question, and if you want to donate $2, you do it, and if you don't, you don't. Uh, so it, it, isn't that okay? Well, I would argue, then is it okay for, let's say, uh, the Salvation Army, or I'm not picking on them, just any charity, to get a email list of three billion names and just start spamming the heck out of everybody in the world begging for donations. <laughs> and why stop at that charity? There are, there are thousands, tens of thousands of charities just here in the U.S. alone, uh, and that's, that's the nonprofit ones. How many charities, like in general, mm-hmm. are there? Hundreds of thousands? Mm-hmm. Let's let all of them spam everybody and beg you for donations. What kind of world would we live in, Ryan? <laughs> I don't you know, know, where do you draw the line? And, and I think that everybody, no matter what your cause is, because you think it's the best cause in the world, but remember, you turn around one corner and somebody is pleading for uh, uh, one-legged flamingo saviors. The right. other people are playing for stop the killing of whales for whale blubber. 
I think we solved that issue long ago. We might have, but I'm sure there's still a few people out there that are that are still fighting the for the cause. Poachers. Yeah, you never know. There, there are people out there. Um, but the point is, like every time you turn a corner, somebody is saying this is this is the cause. Uh-huh. This is the most important cause in the world, right. and they're 100 percent behind it. So where do you draw the line? You know, know. We, we our society has to follow some rules, and I personally feel that this type of aggressive bull marketing is crossing the line, and we need to do something about it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have to be honest. I, I'm I'm not completely sold at this point, and maybe by the end of the show, I will be. But to me, I think if if someone is feeling unduly pressured and embarrassed to turn down an opportunity to donate a dollar to the One-Legged Flamingos Fund at the checkout counter, that's maybe more about the individual than than the company soliciting the donation through their employee. So you're pointing the finger at the, the individual, the, the I, person, saying, no, 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 you've got the problem. I'm, the problem I'm isn't with the aggressive asking. Now I'm blaming the, the victim, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're blaming the victim. No, is that what you really want to do? Well, do you want to go on record by doing this? <laughs> Here, here's what I'm saying. I mean, they're not a victim. They're, they're being asked a question. It's a yes or no question. A yes response and a no response are equally Well, sometimes it's valid. how much would you like to donate That's today, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to come out and say, uh, well, I didn't really want to donate. Right. But, um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a company who picks a charity that's in line with their values or is close, you know, to their heart for one reason or another and uh, looks to raise money through their customers. I don't think that's an inherently wrong model. I think if the the checkout person, you know, adds layer of uh, – layers of pressure or you know response incredulous because you you said you know no oh, yeah. or <gasps> i don't think so or no thank you right <laughs> um you know that's that's probably or if they're overly the assertive that's true yeah in, in their in their yeah. questioning but i mean what do you think about uh, would you like fries for that for an extra dollar would you like us to add a you know extra yeah. hamburger <laughs> yeah uh it's sort of a, in a way similar technique of trying uh, to like add something to your order. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, but if somebody is behind you and you say, no, I don't want fries with that, uh-huh. are they going to say, oh, did you hear that? He doesn't want fries. I can't believe he doesn't want fries. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Right. He's a cheap bastard. <laughs> you know, they're not going to say that. It's, right. it's the, the whole element of the pressure and the public humiliation is gone. Nobody is going to point fingers at you if you supersize it. In fact, it's going to be it the exact opposite. <laughs> Look at that. If you pig. say, yeah, supersize it, man. You can't resist a few extra fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. I need extra cheese on my cheese. That's exactly what I need. Right. Yeah. Right. So it, it, uh, I see your point, but it's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's a good one. I mean, the other thing is if someone is giving on a regular basis to a charity, I'm not saying you have to. I mean, from a secular standpoint – you know, your money's your money, and you do with it what sure, you want, and yeah. that's your business. But uh, if you do give on a uh, on a regular basis, as I as I happen to do, of course you do. Um, then I, I don't. I have no reason to to feel guilty. You know, it's like no. I, so, I, <laughs> I think we could we could fairly say that uh, you probably donate a, a large portion of the money that you give away at church, correct? Because you're a weekly churchgoer? Uh, yeah. That, I mean, that's not the only place I donate. How but, would yeah. you feel if the priest came up, stopped his seminar in the middle, and seminar. came up to you? What, what <laughs> do they give? Priestly seminar. Ser- sermons? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, continue. you can tell I don't go to church on a weekly <laughs> basis. And it, he came up to you. He signaled you out and said on the microphone, 
Hello, Ryan. I'm assuming he has a very soft voice, well-spoken. Hello, Ryan. Uh, how would you like to give $10 to the Lord Jesus Christ today? Oh, jeez. <laughs> did, well, did they give it to Jesus? Or, or this, is, <laughs> this is going in the wrong direction. <laughs> but if, the point being, whoever you give it to, whether it be the Holy Spirit or whatever. <laughs> Whichever member of the Holy Trinity <laughs> exactly. the proceeds go to. It's that pressure. Would you feel that that's okay? Or no, it's not okay, but passing around the basket is okay. Do, do you see the level? Do you see where I'm kind of drawing the line as not okay versus okay? Uh, no, I think I would maybe more equate the example you're trying to give. I mean, that's singling one person out out of a whole crowd in front of, you know what I mean? It's I mean, a little bit more extreme. A yes. little bit? That's I'll, a I'll lot more. Difference might be on the way out of church, there is someone at the door soliciting donations for, say, the youth ministry at the church or something like that. Or, you know, would you like to, uh, you know, give a, give a dollar to uh, support, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever ministry is going on in the at the church, which, you know, that happens occasionally. And, you know, you either do or you don't. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get into some of the business aspects of this whole charitable donations at the uh, checkout counter. It is an extremely profitable and successful, uh, uh, what would you call it? Um not a business, like a uh, venture or a campaign scheme, perhaps. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> profitable for who? Well, uh, okay. Oh, maybe, he maybe, stumped. He stumped. Yeah, maybe profitable wasn't the right <laughs> word. Maybe I didn't mean to use profitable. It is uh, successful, at uh-huh. least, in terms of raising funds. And because if you think about it, the pressure actually works. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason, as you mentioned earlier, would you like ex- Would you like uh, fries with that? Right. Uh, it's it's the upsell. It, and if you're allowing somebody to look at the menu and say, you know, should I get fries or not? And But if somebody's just reminding you, hey, would you like fries with that? It's just more like, oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah right. sure. It, it gets you thinking about it, and it gets you to do it. Now, here's one of the, the arguments that I have for <laughs> this kind of uh, – this kind of questioning, line of questioning at the yeah. checkout counter. It, it's great to say that, no, you know what? I like to donate on my terms to my charity uh-huh. when I want to. Right. But the fact is, how many people actually do? Yeah. I mean, how often does that whole idea, you know, yeah, sure, I'd love to donate someday. And I think it's great, but you know, I just never get to it. I never get around to it. And maybe like years later, you're going to say, you know what? I always did want to donate to a charity, but... Uh, maybe I'll do that next week. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that constantly gets put off. Right. So when you're or maybe you write your big check at the at the end of the year, sure, around tax time. I mean, even if you do that, you know, that's not bad. Least, but yeah, but yeah. who actually does? Mm-hmm. How many people actually do compared to the uh, the number of people who would actually, you know, sure, it's it's a buck, you know, not a big deal. Right. Add on a dollar to my forty dollar groceries, you know, it's not it's not a huge deal. So there, it, it works and it works extremely well. The internet is really uh, filled with a whole bunch of, of stories. I got this one from examiner.com from Wegmans about Wegmans, how they set record for donations. And it goes on to the storytelling. Pretty much they do the whole thing for um, at the checkout counter. They ask you if you want to donate 2 3 or $5. And uh, they even said, like right here, and they announced this and they advertise it, 100% of the amount collected goes to the stores, each store's local food bank. Hmm. Let me stop you right there. That's interesting. If the question is put, would you like to donate two, three, or five dollars to the whatever right. the chari- fill in the blank charity? 
that's different than would you like to donate a dollar, you know, yes or no. And right. it's all in the delivery too. Sure. Because would you like to donate two, three, five dollars maybe? Right. Anything, <laughs> you know? Or, or – you know, which is it going to be? Two, three, exactly. Or five. You're giving people a choice, and <laughs> right. no, I would not like to donate is not one of not those choices. Not one of the choices. I mean, yeah. typical sales technique, but once again, a little bit more pressure. Right now, I'm not exactly sure how this donation is done. Mm-hmm. For example, at our our local um, store up here, Whole Foods, mm-hmm. they have at the checkout counter they have these little uh, um, I think it's like just like little pieces of plastic, like plastic cards that you could take right there, right in front of you. And it says donate uh, $2, $3, and I think it's 2 3 and 5 as well. So you take one of these and put it on the counter if you want to donate. But, okay. the, but there's no question. Uh-huh. There's no pressure there. So there's, there's another way of, of doing it. And, uh, you know, I have this actually for the end, but we're getting into it now. That is my suggestion, how I think that this should be run. I think these donations are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, what Wegmans did by by announcing and making it clear that 100% of all the amounts collected goes towards the donation, I think that's great. I or do towards not towards the charity. Towards the charity. Yeah. I do not know exactly if they are using the uh the pressure sales tactics for yeah. collecting this money, but uh based on what I've seen at Whole Foods with their same cards 2, 3 and 5, I'm thinking it might be the same thing. Another thing I've seen is when you check out and you pay by credit card or ATM, right there on the machine, it says, would you like to add $2 to this cause? And you could either click yes or no. Nobody's watching you. Nobody's standing behind you. Nobody's announcing it over the loudspeaker. Uh I mean, it's very private. So you Uh could choose to do it or not to choose it. All that pressure is gone. So I still think that that is successful. Is it Mm -hmm. as successful as as asking somebody and badgering them at the checkout (laughs) counter? Probably not. But in which case is is legitimate email as successful as spam? You know, probably not. That's why spam still exists to this day, and it, it's uh, it's taking technology and laws to to make it less successful. Yeah, I'm having a tough time connecting the the direct asking I figured you to would. spam. <laughs> I figured you would. I, I mean, but, I mean, because the other thing is. Charities, they need money and charitable donations to survive. Well, let me stop you there. Don't businesses need money and profit to survive? That's right. And that's why they market their products and services instead of, you know, we've got a store. We're not going to put a sign up. If you're interested, you'll come in and see what's inside. And, you know, if uh, the products are kind of laying around and you can pick it up and bring it to the, you know what I mean? They do things to specifically market it, you know, signs. Um, As do charities. That's right. So what's what's the difference? I'm not sure. Where I, are you going with this? I don't know what the difference is either. I don't I don't see why it's you know necessarily a bad thing to to ask the question. Ask for the sale. That's you know basic sales technique. Would you like? That's you know, to fine. Buy this product. Would you like to make this donation? That, that is fine if you're going into the Salvation Army store. <laughs> Which there is a store for that, isn't there? They do. Yeah, they have, they do have stores. And, yeah. and you go in and you you buy a pair of uh, uh, old army pants. Which is, I guess, all, the, all you could buy at a Salvation <laughs> Army store. I've never been in one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then uh, and they ask you, would you like to donate a uh, dollar to um, Salvation Army? Uh, you know what? No, that's still not all right because they're still putting the pressure on you, <laughs> and, and they're still they're still putting you in the category. You either have to play the bad guy. Uh, as I like to call him the cheap bastard, 
who, who will say, no, I don't want to donate and make a fool out of yourself. Or you, you say, you know, yes, when really deep inside you don't want to donate, you're not doing it out of goodness of your heart. You're doing it out of the uh, just to escape the uh, the social humiliation that uh-huh. you feel that you would would feel. Right. If that makes sense. So you're donating for the wrong reason. That's that's another thing that bothers me about this. But, you know, at the end of the day, does it really matter since the, the charity gets the money? Assuming it's a good charity. And <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Responsible with their funds. Here's a, while I'm on the topic, here's a, yeah. a good quote from um, Sarah Peter, uh, no, Palin? Petrescu. <laughs> She's a Times columnist. I found this. She said, this is what scares me about checkout charity. The richer we become, the further we get from those suffering. To the point we only support them through uneducated, quick-fix donations and associate the act with treating ourselves. So basically what she's saying is we could just ignore all these social injustices going on in the world, mm-hmm. all, the, all the suffering that, you know, we don't even care. We figure, oh, you know what? I, I just donated two dollars at the checkout counter. I did my. I did my. Share. I'm a good person. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a good person. I'm going to heaven, and uh, I'm just going to get back in my beamer, and I'm going to go about my day. And I, I see that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you, you, people will will write off really getting involved in any kind of charitable activity because they they put in their money. You know, they did their time. Right. I just donated two Especially. bucks at Whole Foods. What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> And and they're they're really missing the point of of the, the the problem the underlying problem that the charity is is supposed to be solving. Right. So you know that that's another big issue with these checkout counter charities. So maybe one could argue that they're getting some money up front. Uh-huh. They're getting a little money, but is it really doing good? Because the, the awareness may might not be there. Only that that really high level awareness of uh, would you like to donate to this cause. And then they'll probably give the $2, and by the time they get in their car, they're going to forget the cause. Right. They're just going to remember that they're uh, $2 poorer. Right. <laughs> How about uh, – I, I was reading this one article, though, of somebody commenting about their outrage about the whole being asked for a donation at the checkout counter. And uh, this this particular writer said that sometimes he feels the checkout person can get – sort of really aggressive or, or kind of nasty towards you if, if you decline. And uh technique <laughs> that this guy suggested is if they get really nasty with him or really pressuring him, he'll just say, uh, you know, no, but y- you know what? Can you add this candy bar to my order? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, one thing that I would remind everybody listening is that generally speaking, the, the clerks do mm-hmm. not make any money. It's not like the service contracts we talked about before mm-hmm. where you, may, you might not make money, but you have a quota and – you know, I have never heard or read any stories where the clerk who could collect the most money gets Get some reward. Gets like yeah, some yeah. kind of prize or even some kind of recognition. Right. You know, whether that's done or not, it's not that big of a deal. But I, I really think the majority, from what I've read and from uh, actually just what I read, I'd love to say from the clerks I've spoken with, but I, I can't tell you that because that'd be marketing bull. <laughs> I haven't spoken with any clerks. Well, uh, I have. Have you? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe this is a little bit different than. What you're talking about, but that that is a good point. They often don't. I, I didn't even make my point. Okay, yet. Well, you interrupted. All me. right, continue now. Okay. Point. Well, the point was basically got me all excited <laughs> that the uh, 
the, the clerks are really just put up to it. Right. You know, they have to do it. This is mm-hmm. part of their job. Yeah. And if you notice, as I have, you could read it in their faces like, I'm really sorry I have to ask you this, but I have to. Because a lot of times they don't even look you in the eye. That doesn't sound like high pressure. No. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, it's still, it's still pressure nonetheless. But they're saying it. They're going through their lines and they're saying right. it. And sometimes you kind of feel for them. You say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry because I know this is – because I know people will, will snap back at you. And and be mad at you for putting them under this pressure, but it's really kind of the store policy to do that. Yeah, that's my point. Go yeah. ahead. All right, I've, you just brought up something else for me as well. Go with number one, and then move to number two. Okay, Walgreens. Um, I don't know if this is at every Walgreens or if it's all the time. I don't go there very often, but I was in one a few months back, and they made two offers at the checkout counter. One was for like a chocolate chip cookie. And I don't remember what the second one was. Would you like to either buy this for an extra $2 or this for whatever? And uh, I had just been in the line and heard, you know, no, 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 no. Yeah. Finally, it was my chance. And I, I said, you know, no, thank you. And then I said, man, you must really hate having to ask everybody that question and get rejected all day long. And the the woman said to me, she said, actually, it doesn't phase me in the least. She said, there's a there's a, basically a promotion. And if we sell a certain for each one we sell, we get a commission. So she's like, I don't care about the nose. Some people do say yes, so you know that's what I focus okay, so, on. But those those are actual products. And they are, yeah. They're, it's okay. not a donation. Right. It, it just reminded me of that the other thing though, in terms of the clerks being put up to it and not really having a, I don't know, not necessarily being that sold on the cause <laughs> or whatever. I think it was at a at a. Wendy's, would you like to donate a dollar for adoption? And um, how how does the dollar benefit adoption? You know what what is what's this all about? How does it work? Uh, I don't know. It, it goes to adoption. <laughs> Listen, buddy, I get paid five bucks an hour to sell you burgers. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, it was it was clearly the wrong person to you know to right. ask. But you know, the point is, I'm not going to just arbitrarily donate money to some charity if i don't know who it is what it is some pimple-faced 15 year old who, who's asking for your money <laughs> right All but right. but speaking of wendy's does this deal and i think it's usually around halloween they're probably coming out with it uh, pretty soon if not already where they ask you i think it is a dollar for adoption but they actually will give you a coupon book good for 10 junior frosties and the junior frosty is like i don't know 70 I think it's like 79 cents, maybe 99 cents. If you just donate a buck. Just for a dollar, yeah. That's pretty good. So in that case, you're making a charitable donation, but then you're you're getting something back. But then on the other hand... Well, you get some, always get something back, the good feeling that comes well, along with Well, no, you're, you're getting something of monetary value that exceeds the uh, the donation that you made. But then, of course, do you want to be the, as you said, cheap bastard that you know keeps going through the drive-through using the coupons for the free, <laughs> yeah. the free Junior Frosties? Well, that's Wendy's problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we alluded to this fact before. How much money does actually go to the charity? In some cases, like the one in Wegmans, it'll tell you one hundred percent. But we definitely suggest ask. Ask the the Wendy's employee or ask somebody what portion talk of my to the money, manager talk to the it. manager get it the CEO if, <laughs> before you donate if it doesn't clearly say ask them most of the time actually all of the time these retail outlets are not held to the same standards as a nonprofit organization for example a nonprofit organization the uh, what is it five hundred two C. Four hundred one five hundred one three C C three. You guys know like what that. I mean. Look it up. Google it. Uh, those those types <laughs> those types of organizations 
are, I mean, they have to disclose like where their money goes to. Right, how much to overhead, exactly. how much to fundraising. When, when you're donating at a retail chain, that real t- retail chain can say, well, you, know, we, you give us a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever. You could take that, or they could take that money and spend a portion of that on balloons for their store, like mm-hmm. the promoting the charity, banners, signs. They could even take a portion of that and, and uh, send, put it aside for training for the employees on educating them on this charity mm-hmm. and asking at the counter. How to ask the question with the proper inflection. There you go. Would you like to donate $2? <laughs> That's the way you do it. You can't just say $2. You've got to say $2. Let, <laughs> now you try it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week when we go over $3. <laughs> right. It's a totally different inflection <laughs> when you're asking for three. Different, different <laughs> course altogether. Right. Uh, one of the problems, of course, is with no choice of charity. There are hundreds of thousands of charities. I don't know how many there are. But there are a lot of them. And you get to choose whatever whatever is closest to your heart, whatever you want to donate. You could look into it. You could do some research. You could find out where the money goes to, how much of your money goes to the charity, and really make informed decisions about about your choice. When you're at the uh, checkout counter, you don't have a choice. They say, you know, here's $2 for this cause, which you may or may not want to support. Um, so I already talked about my better solution. There was, there was something interesting on uh, GardenRant.com hmm. where somebody who posed this question, talked about the whole checkout donations, wanted some feedback from the readers how do they feel about this? Are you, are you annoyed by it? Do you think it's okay? Mm-hmm. Out of the 25 responses that were posted on the site, I read all of them, only two did not mind. Uh-huh. Two said, you know, I really don't mind. It's only a couple bucks. But the rest, the 23, 92% hated it. Wow. Like a lot of spineless people responding to that. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's the fact that it, it, if, if you ask somebody publicly, you know, especially like at a party or something, like a nice little social party. So how do you feel about giving at checkout cutters? Oh, you know, I don't mind. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> Anything we could do for the world and right. making the world a better place. Are you implying that's what I'm doing right now, though? <laughs> no, no, I think, you're, I think you're being pretty straight up with us. But I think that a lot of people under that kind of pressure, at, once again, social pressure in that right. group, will say something a little bit differently than they actually feel. But they're really walking out, biting their lip, and, yeah, damn it, nickel and darn me, another two bucks. Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. I think the uh, the overall concept to remember here is people will not think less of you if you don't donate. Because what's going through your mind when the person asks this question is, geez, there are people around me. And even even this clerk, I'm going to be embarrassed if I say no. You know, I mean, do you want to donate a dollar? It's only a dollar to, to solve one of the world's biggest problems, this biggest crisis. Why wouldn't I want to do that? You know, of course you want to do it, but... You know, do you and and why not? And and you just feel like, uh, yeah, I got to do it. Uh, and you think that if you don't, everybody around you is going to be looking at you and saying, oh, geez. Uh, but that's not the case because everybody is pretty much going through the same exact thing. And I bet you, Ryan, that the uh-huh. next time you're in this position and somebody at the checkout counter asks you that and you say with confidence, no, thank you. Uh-huh. Then everybody behind you will get a little boost of confidence and, and think of you as like, wow, you see what that guy just did? He, He's a rock star. Yeah, that <laughs> takes some guts to be able to do that. I respect that guy. So it's going to be actually the opposite. You're going to gain their uh, respect by turning down such such an offer that puts you in that kind of position. 
Of course, you're doing much for the one-legged flamingos, but <laughs> probably not. But you know, you will be you will be doing something. So you know, good for you. Uh, so you could say we already said like uh, you could say no, thank you. I think that is pretty much the best answer. If if you if you just you know you don't have to. Some of the suggestions were like. Tell them why. Like, no, thank you. I already donate to my own charity. And what not you're doing a, is you're just... Not at the checkout. That's no, too much at the yeah, checkout. Yeah, too much counter. information. You're yeah. just... They don't need if, that. If you're getting approached, you know, by... You know, maybe it's someone you know or on the phone right. from a telemarketer, then you can, I no, think, get I, into I'd that, even right? argue with a telemarketer, you know, unless the, unless they're really... Well, yeah, maybe with telemarketers, they, uh, they have something for everything. You know, so right. if you say... If you say no, thank you. Um, I already donate to another. You you better believe that that's like number one on the the people's excuses list, and they have a counter for that. So yeah. It, although it, the, the the discrete difference between the two is the checkout counter. Their their job is to complete the transaction. Exactly. Whereas the person calling you, their sole purpose is to solicit the donation. Exactly. So so my point being, at the checkout counter, you just say no, thank you. You're done. Right. And, exactly. Uh, in a telephone solicitation. You you say you something. Just hang up on him. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think that's kind of rude. Actually, no, I know, I'm but, just kidding. But you say something more definite, like uh, uh, "No, thank you. I absolutely do not want to do this," or, or something you know definite where they cannot counter for any reason. You know, just <laughs> you, you're done with them. I, yeah, the way I usually handle is I say, you know, I have a few select charities that I that I regularly support, and um, I'm often asked by. I probably don't get this okay. long. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> already. <laughs> no, already, no, no, no. I know that you're you're bait because you don't have a solid, confident <laughs> no, answer there. No, I, I'm going to go after you. No, I do. And and I'm going to read from my sheet. <laughs> no, I would just say you know I have. Uh, I'm, I'm often asked by worthy causes such as yours for donations, but I've chosen to stick with the ones that I currently support. Thank you. Well, Ryan, let me ask you this. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Levesque. Uh, yes. <laughs> Continue. Let me, let me ask you this. Uh, how do you feel about breast cancer? Do you, do you know any women in your life? And what if they got breast cancer? How would you feel if they perished <laughs> and your donation could actually help today? <laughs> would you be able to live with yourself? I would be able to live with myself just fine. Okay, Thank you get you. you get the point. I, I appreciate the <laughs> offer, but I'm not interested. You get the point. You could keep on going and asking yeah. a question, so you want to give them something definite. But that's a he, whole different topic. He, here's just one thing I want to add as a tweak to the um, – the checkout, no thank you response, okay. which I think is a good one. But you don't have to be all shifty-eyed about it either. Right. You know, I, I think sometimes people kind of like, you know, look away or, you know, they're trying to withdraw the the uh, attention from themselves or whatever. But you don't have to feel bad about it. You know, you can, you can look the person in the eye. You don't need to, like, stare them down intensely. But, you know, just no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah, no, no shifty eyes. Yeah. On it. Definitely not. No downward glances. Right. And uh, one other one other thing that I think we should mention that uh, I failed to uh, address thus far is the fact that uh, these stores and the store manager, a lot of them engage in these for publicity. Mm-hmm. If you want to have that kind of image, especially like at a local store. If you don't, if you run like a local store, especially a larger one, and you don't do something like this, you are not a community player. <laughs> I mean, your your job basically is to collect money for the baseball team or, you know, to do something for the community, something for the organization. Corporate responsibility. That's that's what you have. Community citizenship. And a lot of these a lot of these companies it, it, they they will do this in uh, you know yes I think it's good for the environment or whatever but mostly the PR guys come to the come to the uh, the bigwigs in the executive room and say look 
we're not doing anything charitable. We got to do this. Our our consumers are turning on us. We need to do something to enhance our image. Mm-hmm. So th- that's pretty much the goal of it. And that's kind of proven by this examiner article on Wegmans. Whether Wegmans had this in mind or not, the fact is they've got tons of PR and goodwill by doing this. Now, what you are basically doing when you contribute your two dollars, that two, you're just a, a a faceless donation in this whole scheme. <laughs> But Wegmans is the one, the manager and the employees, they're the ones that stand up there on presentation day with that grossly oversized check, which probably (laughs) took uh, two trees that they killed in order to make that check. And they're the ones that hand it to the charity. And then, of course, they get all their pictures taken. The manager says, yeah, well, you know, it's our duty for the community, and we thought it was great. They get all the balloons and the fanfare and the the doves are released. The the awards. (laughs) And what do you get as your uh, for actually being a, a big part of this and donating your two, three, or five dollars? You know nothing. You know that you paid for some of the balloons to nothing. help market. And uh, we should probably reference too the the tax deductible uh, aspect of donating. Technically, according to our accountant that we called to verify this, if you do donate two dollars and you do get a receipt for it, or it's on your receipt, mm-hmm. then uh, yes, you could claim it as, as part of a tax deduction, um, assuming that the charity name is on the receipt, and then you, of course, they have to look in the charity and make sure it is a tax-deductible right. organization. But the fact of the matter is, rarely do anybody actually keep all of these receipts over the course of a year, like two bucks here, five dollars there, a dollar there. Uh-huh. I mean, how much money? If you don- donate a couple hundred dollars over the course of the year to these countertop charities, right. you're not going to claim every dollar. You know, you may have a lump sum, but if you do have a lump sum of just, I don't know, I, I probably did it 200 bucks, and you put that down on your tax returns and you get audited, you're screwed. Or that's going to come back for you because there's there's no paper trail to back it up. Whereas if you donate, as you mentioned, Ryan, uh, once a year at the end of the year, you write one big check to the organization of your choice, especially if it is a uh, you know, 401k, 501c, uh, 99, 203b. <laughs> Oh nine one nine, uh, nine zero two one zero. Nine zero two one zero. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's the zip code I was thinking of. Yeah, then, uh, then, then that's fine. Right. Yeah, that'll work. So there we go. There we have it. I, I think uh, we've we've beaten this topic to death. Uh, overall, when uh, if you haven't guessed it, when I'm put in this situation, I just I, I don't I don't do it, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> I am darn proud what if of it. It's a cause you really believe in then you know what then you i'll go the i'll go check. home i'll write the check i'll yeah. write an even bigger check uh-huh. and i'll make sure that 100 percent of the money that i'm writing the check for goes to that organization goes to that organization but won't necessarily all go to to that cause. directly to the cause that's yeah. a good point yeah, yeah. but uh, no i think that's a great point dollar for dollar your your dollar probably goes further making the donation directly to right. the to the charity um the other thing i would say is if folks really are this offended and upset and feeling pressured, then take your business elsewhere. That's right. And nobody says that you have to shop at Best Buy if you don't want those magazine subscriptions or the donations. Just go to Circuit City. Oh, oh, you can't ouch. do that anymore. No. Yeah, there's other places to go. All right, uh, let's get into a little listener feedback. We actually have one uh, message that came in via Twitter. 
Chloe sends us a message saying, This is a perfect example. Really creative or really stupid? I was literally shocked. And first when I saw that, I said, hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a setup. Yeah, it sounds like a setup. <laughs> and maybe it's going to, uh, you know, an ad for... Naked uh, pictures of Chloe. Yeah, like a porn site <laughs> or something. Uh, you know, because look at the icon. It looks a little bit... You know, she looks like... It looks like it could be a guy that took, like, a, a picture of a cute girl and put it on the icon. But, mm. uh, you know, no. It, it was. Chloe is uh, legit because she uh, she sent over a, a URL that goes to an article in fastcompany.com and it was uh, written on September 4th. The title of it is is advertising oh in advertising stupidity can win you awards. <laughs> and uh, it shows a bunch of ads that are really incredibly stupid and got pulled. Uh, one being all of the airplanes headed right towards the twin towers. Oh. And this, of course, offended tons of people, especially people who have lost friends or family in that uh, tragedy almost, oh, geez, what, it'll be um, nine years ago, right? Eight, eight years ago. Eight years ago. Today's two, uh, it's 2009, yeah. Now, this, this ad came out after 9-11? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, how would they know that? Well, what, what's the point of the ad? The point of the ad was I mean, that yeah. uh, it, it was from the World Wildlife Fund. They pointed out that the body count of the Indian Ocean tsunami dwarfed that of September 11th. And they admonished, the planet is brutally powerful. Respect it. Preserve it. So that's – because when you see this ad yeah, – That's really distasteful. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and the, of course, the ad got pulled. Um, and they've got like a slap on the wrist or whatever. And, and uh, you know, here's, here's another one. Uh, I, I'm not going to go through all of these. But these are really – like a risque marketing techniques. Uh, Another environmental tasteless. organization. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, I, I guess the question is, does that fall under marketing bull? Is it, um, or is it just very risky marketing? I, it, it's funny because you could take an ad like this and it depends which way the the population which w will go. Will they say, oh, my goodness, this is a very powerful ad. This is incredibly genius. And, yes, it caught my attention. And, you know, I love it. And then all of a sudden it wins all these awards and it becomes like the best ad ever. Or if the if everybody starts to swing the way of, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. You know, this is so tasteless. Yeah. Then then the ad gets pulled and it's the worst ad ever. It's, it's, that, it's like it's right on that line at the top <laughs> of the hill and it could fall over either direction. Right. So what, what actually makes a good – very creative ad versus a completely stupid, tasteless ad. I would say it, it's really uh, the perception of the people who view the ad. Mm. Focus groups, folks. Yeah. <laughs> if you're pushing the line like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's good to push the line, but these are perfect examples of uh, people who have crossed that line. Mm. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think this falls under marketing bull. But it does fall under uh, interesting marketing, right. to say the least, in advertising. And once again, you can find that ad on fastcompany.com and just do a search for uh, in advertising stupidity can win you awards. And you'll find it. Interesting stuff. And thank you, Chloe, for that feedback. If you do have any listener feedback for this episode or any others, please do contact us. Once again, you can do what Chloe did. Send us that information via Twitter at twitter.com slash marketingbullsh marketingbullsh 
or you can send an email to podcast at realmarketingbull.com or you can even call our listener feedback voicemail and once again it is a voicemail so you just leave a two minute message we'd love to play it get some of that on our podcast Ryan what's that number? one 888 and of course we would love to hear from you with ideas what you'd like us to cover or talk about on upcoming shows I mean we have a bunch of ideas we're definitely not short on material but uh, we would love to hear some of your ideas on, you, could, you could either send us those ideas, of course, in one of those three methods that we've already told you about, or you can go to realmarketingbull.com. Right on the top menu, it says, share your bull with us, Any, anything that you found. I often use that feature just to kind of post notes of some things I'm looking into, but you could do it. Um, put some URLs, put some experiences or whatever, and we would love to either read your story or do an entire show on it. So uh, it's, it's your show too, folks. We'd love to hear from you. That's right. All right. uh, That's our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, For this week, my name is Bo Bennett. And my name is Ryan Levesque. And I guess that kind of meant that next week I'll be somebody else. Mm. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention, if you'd like to donate $2, (laughs) our PayPal account. uh, No, just kidding. That's a good idea. But, you know, there's no pressure. because Unless you're listening to this with a bunch of people in the room, then look at yourselves right now and look at everybody else. And you should pick up the phone right now and donate $2 $2 to any worthy cause. And if you don't, well, then you're just you're just a lousy person. Mm, horrible. Horrible. All right, everybody. Thank you. See Take you. care. See you next week. <sighs> Man, maybe I should have donated. <sighs> I feel like such an idiot. Legged flamingos. I mean, they're so cute. Oh, this must be bad karma. Damn. Ah!